From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Governor Mike DeWine has ordered that flags of the United States and the state of Ohio be flown at half-staff until sunset on Saturday, May 28th. This in remembrance of the victims of yesterday's school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. President Joe Biden delivered a primetime address last night. He says it's time for lawmakers to stand up to the gun industry. Most Americans support common sense laws, common sense gun laws. Why are we willing to live with this carnage? Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone to have the courage to deal with it and stand up to the lobbies? It's time to turn this pain into action. Ohio's two senators in Washington reacting to yesterday's mass shooting. Democrat Sherrod Brown tweeted, quote, I'm at a loss. The inaction of a handful of politicians in Washington and state legislatures continues to cost us lives, mass shooting after mass shooting. My heart is with the victims' families in Uvalde. And Republican Senator Rob Portman wrote on Twitter, quote, My heart goes out to the families of the victims of this horrible tragedy in Uvalde. Our nation mourns for the innocent children, teacher, and all those affected by this senseless act of violence. The assistant football coach at Chardon High School east of Cleveland, who chased a shooter out of the building 10 years ago after three students had been killed, is reacting to yesterday's school shooting. ONN's Emma Henderson reports from Cleveland. Coach Frank Hall, who stood up to Chardon's shooter, processing another school shooting. Right now, it's anger. You think about these things happen over and over again, and we go back to the same thing of doing nothing. In Washington, people are saying thoughts and prayers, and the other side saying, well, thoughts and prayers aren't enough. And that's it. Nothing else happens. Coach Hall has spent the last 10 years of his life speaking about school safety. He wants more school resource officers. SRO needs to be in every school in your district. Every school. In Northeast Ohio. Emma Henderson. The Educators School Safety Network is an Ohio nonprofit that looks at how districts can try to prevent school shootings. ONN's Krista Frost has more with its program director, who is also a professor at Ashland University. Dr. Amy Klinger, in her research, she found a lot of times there's an affiliation between a gunman and the school. That person may be a former or current student or maybe a former or current employee. People commit violence in places they don't feel they have a connection to or when they're trying to strike back at a place that they feel has not fulfilled their needs or been what they needed. She says, spot that disconnect, find a way to build relationships with those people, understand really what's happening with them, especially at home. Krista Frost reporting in Columbus. Federal authorities have charged Shihab Ahmed Shihab Shihab, an Iraqi man living in Columbus, with being part of an alleged plot to assassinate former President George W. Bush. ONN investigative reporter Bennett Haberly obtained a copy of the application for the search warrant in the case and has details. It alleges that Shihab claimed to have been involved in the resistance during the Iraq war, supplying vehicles and weapons used to kill U.S. soldiers. He also told the FBI informant that he had connections to ISIS and was related to a former ISIS leader. Court documents also allege he traveled to Dallas in recent months where he videotaped former President Bush's house along with one of those confidential sources, all apparently in retaliation for what happened back during the Iraq war. I'm Bennett Haverly. A Northeast Ohio woman who dumped the body of her newborn son in woods after giving birth in 1993 has been sentenced to life in prison with possible parole in 15 years. 
Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. A jury in Chardon convicted 51-year-old Gail Eastwood Ritchie of murder last month, and she was sentenced yesterday. Ritchie's attorney argued at trial the baby was stillborn. A prosecutor said evidence showed the baby had drawn breaths. A Geauga County Sheriff's detective identified Ritchie after submitting DNA to a public genealogical website. Richie told detectives after her arrest that she had disposed of another newborn in 1990 or 91. I'm Tracy Townsend. A 15-year-old boy is dead following a shooting on Akron's southwest side late yesterday afternoon. More on this from ONN's Dave James. Witnesses told police an altercation took place just after 5.30 p.m. and quickly escalated, resulting in the teen being shot. Officers administered first aid and he was rushed from the scene via ambulance but later died from his injuries at Akron Children's Hospital. Detectives believe the altercation that led to the killing involved at least two other people and authorities have since identified an individual they're calling a person of interest but have no one in custody. Dave James, Owen in News. Hyundai is recalling thousands of its newer models of Accents, Elantras and Elantra hybrids because of exploding seatbelts. Regulators say the seatbelt pretensioners can explode, sending shrapnel throughout the vehicle. Three injuries have been reported. The Akron Public School District's Board of Education unanimously approved new English and language arts curriculum materials that aim to promote diversity, equity, and inclusion, despite recently proposed state legislation that would limit classroom discussion of these topics. Referencing House Bill 616, Akron Public Schools announced the results of Monday's vote. A district spokesperson says a team of educators reviewed materials from 10 different publishers before making this recommendation. Republican-backed House Bill 616 would restrict teacher discussion and training on things like gender, sexual identity, and racism. Teachers who violate the rules could lose their license and schools could lose funding from the state. Food truck operators are dealing with price spikes in food supplies and gasoline. ONN's Madeline Watkins in Toledo has their stories. At the Bistro Burger, Adam Branch says customers will notice higher prices on the menu. We raised prices like a dollar per burger. You hate to do it, but I guess now's the time. Over at Lyles, Josh Pisani tells me they're doing their best to not raise the prices. But um, So that means sometimes taking a hit in, in, in certain places. And I know other food trucks are working with the same issues as well as other business owners. Both food trucks are at five or six locations each week, taking it day by day for now. Madeline Watkins reporting in Mommy. Employees voted unanimously yesterday to make a downtown Cleveland Starbucks the second of the coffee purveyor's shops in Ohio to unionize. The first Ohio Starbucks to organize is in Columbus. The Ohio stores are among hundreds of Starbucks locations that have sought union elections since a Buffalo, New York location successfully unionized late last year. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.